Welcome to Word of Truth Radio with Reverend Azuka Obi. Here is your host, Pastor Obi. The Word of God, meditating on God's Word, is like a weed aside to the weeds. It's like um, a weed repellent, for lack of a better word, to those five things. The cure of the five enemies of faith is the word of God. It is the word read. It is the word meditated upon. It is the word spoken and declared. That is how you get rid of this. Because those, that worry comes like a thought. And thoughts are countered by speech. Say that again. Thoughts are countered by speech. At times, when you are so obsessed with worry... It might just be time to carry out a confession session. You take those scriptures. You start confessing it. You start declaring it. You start personalizing it. As you do it, you will notice that worry goes. Anxiety goes. Fear goes. Because where God's word is present, faith comes. When faith comes, fear cannot stay. Hallelujah. Can I squeeze in one more? Can I squeeze in one more today? I think I can. Glory be to God. Number two. How do you know you have faith? How do you know? Number two is what are you standing on? What are you Standing on. Ken Higgins, I said he has conducted this research severally. When he meets people trusting God for something, he always asks them, what scripture are you standing on? He said 80 out of 100 times, that is 8 out of 10 people, will always say to him, scripture? No scripture. I just believe God for this. I just trust God for this. And he said, that's exactly what you're going to get. If you don't have any word of God you're standing on, if you don't have any scripture that you're holding on to as the anchor of your faith, you will get absolutely nothing. So it is essential that whenever you're trusting God for, or whatever you're trusting God for, you must have your key scripture that you are standing on. On as an anchor of your faith, when a ship bursts a port, they will always drop anchor. If they don't drop anchor, that ship will be taken by the waves into any direction. What ensures that that ship stays at that particular point in the port is the anchor. Is the weight that is lowered into the sea. Whatever you believe God for, get an anchor for your faith. Get a scripture that you are standing on. If not, you will get nothing from God. He said, it is impossible to please God without faith. And faith comment by hearing the word. 
So you can't tell me you have faith and there is no word you are standing on. Real faith has a foundation. That foundation is what you heard from God and not what you heard from man. Holy Spirit, do I still have time? That foundation of faith is what you heard from God, not what you heard from man. I'll explain. See, what we are doing is preaching. We are exhorting. We are building your faith. We are actually pointing you to the direction where that faith comes, the source of faith, which is the word of God. And that's what I always do whenever I preach. But a lot of people, when they preach, they turn the people's eyes to them. They turn the people's eyes to them. And there are some scripture backing for that as well. You know, just always say, look at me. Just always say, do you believe that I can do this? Just always say, if do you, do you have faith that I can do this? He's turning the people's eyes on him. There's scriptural backing on that. Absolutely. Absolutely. But the focus of anyone that is trusting God for something should be God. We are men. We are used as conduits. We are used as channels for God to bring that miracle to you. We are not the creators of those miracles. We are not the source of those miracles. We are just channels. And as Christians, as teachers of the word, as preachers, we must recognize our role and not turn the eye of man towards us. We should always turn the people's eyes towards God and his word. Their faith should be in God and his word, not on that man. Hallelujah. Hope you understand what I mean. So, this is why this number two is very important. What are you standing on? It must be God and his word, not man. Now, there's something else I want to say about this, and that is testimonies. I love testimonies. Testimony reassures me of God's power, strength, and ability. Testimonies reassures me of God's word when he says that his promises will not fall to the ground, that his word will not fall to the ground until it accomplishes the purpose for which it was sent. That is what testimonies does to me. But I've seen men and women that have not anchored their faith on testimonies. Instead of anchoring their faith on the man that brought those testimonies, on God that delivered those miracles. So I've seen men that say, oh, that they heard this testimony. This person did this and did that. I'm going to go and do this and do that, that that person did so I can get the same miracle. But it is never in the word of God to do that. You won't find it anywhere in the word of God that do what so and so person did so you can guess that person's result. No. What you see in the word of God is oh, oh believe the promises of God. 
Testimonies are important. Let me explain what testimonies are. In those days, you know, growing up, we used to have all sorts of cars that <laughs> were in their last years of life. At times, we might forget to turn off the internal lights in the car and we leave the light bulb on all night. When we now come out in the morning to start the car, the car won't start. Do you know why? The light you left on has run down your already weak battery. So all night, the residue power and energy that would have started your car in the morning and allowed your alternator to charge your car while you're driving it has been depleted. So what happens? We get people, neighbors, <laughs> please push, push, help me push. <laughs> so as they push your car, you do what we call jump starting the car. So as the car gathers a little bit of motion and speed, you engage your clutch, accelerate, and the car starts. Then you leave the car on for a while so the alternator can charge the battery. That force that your neighbors added to get the car into motion is what testimonies are. <laughs> At times you might feel so faint. You might feel so weak in that thing you're trusting for. You might need just a push because your battery has run down. So God does miracles and tells people, come and testify. Why? There might be somebody in the audience, in the congregation that needs a push. Or another way of explaining it is like getting a jump cable. Instead of pushing the car, you get a jump cable, connect the battery from this car to your battery, then you start the car. But guess what? You cannot leave that jump cable there <laughs> all through the day. No. You can't go about your business with another man's battery. You can't. You can't. It simply does not work. What they just did is to spark, <laughs> is to add spark to your plugs so your car can start. It's like giving you inspiration. It's like give, exhorting you just to get you started. That's exactly what motivational speakers do. There's a difference between a motivational speaker and a preacher. A preacher installs the engine, installs the battery, connects all the cables and wires that will enable you in your house without the preacher to start your car and go about your business and get things done. That's what preachers do. But motivational speakers just come to add a push to ignite your fire. Is it important at times? Yes, it is. That's exactly what testimonies do in church as well. So when you say, ah, this person testified that they did this and they got this, I am going to go and do this to get this, you might not get the result. Why? The Bible says something in 1 John chapter 5, verse 14. Get that scripture. And this is where I'm going to stop. 1 John 5, verse 14. Now, this is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything 
according to his will, his will, his word, the things he has spoken to us. Not the things he told another man to do. And the man did it and got his miracle. And you want to go and do damn God's will for that man. Expecting your miracle to come that way. It might not come. Because you need to sit on God's word for yourself. You need to hear from God yourself. And God will give you your own specific directions in accordance with his will. It is your own manner. It is your own instruction that will deliver your miracle. Don't copy another man's manner. Don't copy another man's instruction. Deploying it in your life and expecting a miracle. What testimony does is to tell us, hey, God is a good God. God is still in the business of working miracles. If I trust him, I will get my own miracle. Don't put your faith in men's testimonies. Put your faith in God and his word. I'm out of time. I need to stop. I'm going to continue from this point next week, Tuesday. So don't miss it for anything. Don't miss next Tuesday for anything. Join me on Tuesday, same time, same platform. As we take this journey, so that when we start praying in January, <laughs> when we start praying in January, we will pray aright and not amiss. <laughs> when we start praying in January, we will get answers to our prayers. We will get answers to our prayers. But I thank you for your word. I'm super grateful, Holy Spirit, that you delivered your word the way you wanted it delivered. I know the hearts of men and women that have heard this word is burning within them. The fresh insight has come as regards prayers and faith. For these ones, Lord, they are stepping into a realm where they will no longer experience prayer failures. As they pray, they will receive. As they ask, they will receive. As they desire, they will get. There shall no longer be prayer failures in your lives. In the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Father, for those that have an offering, I pray for their offerings right now. Bless them. The ones given, bless them. Increase them. Multiply them. In the name of Jesus. Let those things that they are trusting you for. Order You Must Forgive ebook right now on Amazon for Kindle, Apple Books and PastorRoby.com. The paperback book is available on Amazon. You can listen to the audiobook on Audible and PastorRoby.com. Pastor Roby will love to hear from you. Subscribe to his blog at www.pastorroby.com. Search for Pastor C.O.B. on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Amen.